I'm working on our theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if she saw that I hit record. I, I didn't. I only noticed afterwards. But thanks. <laughs> it's okay. It's about four plucks. Um, We're working on it. We're working on it. Welcome to week three, episode three of Gone in 60 Seconds. Good. I was like, oh, God. If we say- I thought we were going to say it at the same time, and I was like, oh, fuck no. Oh, can't sh- do that. I can't do the synchronicity today. Yeah. Um, again, welcome back. For those of you who know, we're two gal pals uh, who watch all of Nick Cage's movies in chronological order and discuss them. And of course... There are spoilers, so if you want to see any of these movies, like, turn it off or listen after. Yeah. So, because we're going to dissect everything, so. Everything we advocate for here, we highly recommend every movie that we talk about. Yeah. At least once. Just do yourself, you know. Yeah. Don't do yourself a disservice. We'll let you know when there's one that you can skip. (laughs) Uh, How about Never on a Tuesday? (laughs) We haven't even gotten to it yet. (laughs) Um, We might have to. No, we won't. We'll do it for for y'all. We'll peep it. We'll peep it. Um, rip, pip, right? <laughs> Game of Thrones, sorry. Sorry. We're uh, we're deep in rewatching a lot of it, getting ready for Oh, I'm not rewatching. Oh, Asia's watching. I'm rewatching. I'm getting shocked at every turn. Yes. Um, okay, so, so, so. This week we're talking about uh, Racing with the Moon, which premiered, or initial release date was, shh. I don't know if you could hear that, but our roommates are dropping shit. Oh, yeah, it's okay. We'll talk about it later. Um, uh, so it premiered March twenty third in nineteen eighty four. So this is still the third Nick movie in nineteen eighty four. No, this is the second one. Um, I just wanted to really quickly read the synopsis of this one because we do such a terrible job of trying to explain it. So oh I'm yeah, we so get, sorry. Get real lost. So we're gonna we're gonna read the synopsis so you can understand the premise without us just going on to our rants. All right, so Racing with the Moon, 1984. 93% of people liked, of Google users like this movie. It's a good movie. I lo- I really loved this movie. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I enjoyed every minute of it. I did too. Like, the second it started, we were, like, hooked. Yeah. And we'll, I mean, we'll we'll say why. Well, but it was a, okay, sorry. Go, no, go no, on. We'll, I know, we'll see, continue. we're already doing it. Oh, fuck, <laughs> shit. This is why we can't run a podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for the four of you that are listening. Um... <laughs> And it's like all our parents. Um. Uh, yeah, it's my, it's my dad. <laughs> Hi, Tim. <laughs> Tim. Um, okay, so in their last weeks before deployment to World War II as Marines, teenage friends Henry Nash, played by Sean Penn, uh, um, and Nikki, Nick Cage, trying to make the best of time they have left in their small t- California town. When Nash spots Katie Winger, which is played by Elizabeth McGovern, a new girl in town he mistakenly believes to be wealthy, he sets about winning her over. But the good times are ruined when Nikki finds himself trying to solve a serious predicament and implicating Nash and Katie in the process. So that's what the movie's about on the whole. Lit. Um, Which, of course, I was just reading the synopsis to Asia, and she was like, um... Excuse me. <laughs> they already gave a spoiler in the fucking synopsis. No, yeah, because because that's the thing is like, I felt like we were watching this movie and we were like, oh, everything's going like pretty well. Yeah. Where's again? Where's, where's the, the conflict? conflict? <laughs> Back to the Valley Girl dilemma of like, where's the conflict? But this one I had more anxiety because it was like a more serious movie. Oh yeah. So I was like, I know something bad's gonna happen, and I was like anxious about no, it. No, yeah, definitely. This is like probably. 
I can't vouch for the rest of obviously the filmography because I haven't seen it yet, but mm. probably the most realistic movie. Yeah. It's very so far from the ones we've seen and definitely of the ones we've discussed. Yeah, cuz we've got like another kind of coming of age story. Yeah. A war thing. Yeah. Like overtonal war. Unwanted teenage pregnancy. <laughs> exactly. That's the that's the predicament. Spoilers. Um spoilers, guys. Sorry. That's what we'll do. <laughs> we'll, we'll hiss like snakes. Misa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, get ready. Um, so, yeah, no, but it's funny because when it says in it, it says, uh, in the synopsis, it says, a new girl in town he mistakenly believes to be wealthy. And that's like one of the reveals in the movie. Is that she's going into this big house and so he assumes that she's rich mm-hmm. when she's actually the like, daughter of the maid. Yeah, so they live there, but they are not They rich. are not, yeah. They're so, hired help. Um. But it, but this, the reason I think we liked the movie off the bat, like we'll get into the the conflict and stuff. But the reason we liked the movie off the bat, the first notes that I took on this movie oh, was open. Is, I just like look through mine and there. My first note is literally Sean Penn is an infant. <laughs> is an infant? Question mark. So it's funny because this is actually this is after. Um, Fast times. Fast times. Yeah. Which um, which be, is cute because they're out. both in. Yeah. yeah. And um, so now they're playing together. But like Sean Penn looks way younger in this than he did in Fast Times. Yeah. I was like shocked because I'm thinking it's the about. Leather, the leathery tan skin. That's why. <laughs> Whereas this one, he's such a good old boy. He is. I've never thought I would be sexually attracted to Sean Penn, but I've here I am. always been. Oh my God. He is. Oh, in this movie, like the whole time, like Nick's hot too, but the whole time I was like, Sean Penn has won me over. Like I wrote opening shot on Sean Penn's beautiful body, walking down the train tracks. His bulge is the best. Oh my. Because literally like when this movie started, it was playing like old timey music. It's clearly a period piece. He's just like strolling down the tracks, looking cute as hell. And we both were like, yo, look at his bulge. Oh, my God. (laughs) We noticed immediately. How could you not look at it? It was right there. (laughs) Hi, Tim, Asia's father. Hi, sorry, Dad. Uh, This is for comedy. Right. You know, everyone knows what they're getting into. It's okay. Um, Sorry. But, yeah, so the the movie, it is a period piece, obviously, World War II. So it takes place uh, at Christmas time in 1942 in Point Myrrh, California, which is not too far from us. Beautiful. It is beautiful. It's, like, on the coast and everything. Um, I think some of the main things that I really loved about this movie was that not only is it a period piece, so that wins me over quickly, Mm. um, and not a period piece in the sense that Valley Girl took place in 1983, but it was also, like, filmed in 1983. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a period piece to us, but, like, not It's a really. moment in time. <laughs> it's a moment in time. It's like a time capsule. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that movie really is. But this one, this one, off the bat, like, I could tell by the music and everything, I was like, oh, I'm about to be into this. I'm transported. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it was just too fun because um, it's cute because they're kind of, like, hooligans, like, getting ready to go to the war. So, like, Sean Penn and Nick are, like, best friends, and they work... Um, sorry, I'll use their their characters' names. Henry, Sean Penn, and Nikki, Nick Cage. Um, Henry and Nikki work at, like, a bowling alley, and they're, like, the pins in the back. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not, like, an automated one. Right. Since it's 1942, it's... it's like, you knock the pins down, and they have to run back and set them up and throw oh. the balls back to them. And it happens, like, pretty quickly. Like, they establish everything very quickly that, like, they work there together, that they're, like, best buds, and off the bat... Nick Cage is in his wife beater, all moonstruck style. Oh, fuck yeah. And sweating it up a storm. And he's just 
like slang and whiskey while he's working of course and he looks his truest form i know i was like so excited i was like yes nick um and he immediately starts a fight yeah within the first like 10 minutes first 10 minutes of the movie they're working um what who which actor is it that he fights with oh my god it's uh crispin glover in his like first role oh my god he's so cute it's like before his hair is dark and before his laugh is obnoxious oh my god before, um, for those of you who don't know Crispin Glover, he's the dad in Back to the Future. So he's also like super young in this. Yeah. And he's like purposely throwing bowling pins to try and hit Nick Cage. And they get pissed. Yeah. And Nick's like, hi. And so he like <laughs> runs over there and just socks him in the face. Gets his blood on his girlfriend. Oh my God. Yeah. He gets his blood on his girlfriend. And of course, like, again, here we see Nick being a perv throughout the whole movie. Oh, literally. He's the worst. He, every movie, I'm like, this I don't think is a character choice. I think Nick comes in and is like, yo, I see this script. This is great. But wouldn't it be great if I was like a total pervert? Right. He's like, I could just like touch a nip. Just like once. Yeah. But, or like it's just a stroke. Twice. Or like hit girls' bottoms and other things. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah. He's just like, but honestly, like, he looks good in this one, so I was like, yeah, do it, touch but, her. But seriously, though, like, they're obviously the tension is between him and his lady friend because he accidentally knocks her up. Yeah. But the first thought I had before we have, like, an inkling of that is mm. I was like, did he fucking rape her? Yeah. I was like, because she's standing on, like, a, I'm sorry, for context, she's standing on, like, a cliffside and looking all morose, and Sean Penn walks up to her, like, you good, though? And she's, like, oh, yeah. silent, like, eh, like, where's Nick? She's very, very lost. Like, yeah. Like, she looks, yeah. I remember we were like, what did he do? I was like, oh, my God. Like, did he touch you? Well, essentially, so how he, so, so. So they're, you know, they're working at the bowling alley. Um, he gets in a fight with this dude. So we get off the bat what kind of character Nick Cage is. He's a, he's a drunkard, 17-year-old boy mm. who doesn't give a fuck. And the second he gets in a fight with the, the boyfriend, Crispin Glover, you know, he blood's everywhere. They're, like, pulling them out. The, you know, the manager comes over. They're like, what's going on? And they cut to, the, like, a, a shot where Nick is talking to Crispin Glover's girlfriend. And he's wiping blood off her shirt, but only in the spot where her breasts are yeah like, he's literally just, like cupping the boob i feel like, like i have goodbye. to say breast because it's 1942 oh yeah breast. i'm like that's a it was a breast the teat <laughs> her soft pillows <laughs> <laughs> um but so that like immediately we know nick is grabby into girls a drunk bitch starting fights and sean penn just kind of like there with him but he's like the wholesome buddy that's always been friends with him yeah and like they right after that they show them like what they do at this place is not only or at the bowling alley is not only like working at the bowling alley but like they're also like filling up half there's like a row of half um emptied bottles of vodka and they're filling it up with water and recapping them so like this is the kind of like dumb business that like these are our characters these are our characters and so you know nick the whole time is like come out with me i i need you know i want to take this girl out but her parents won't let her go out without another couple so they hire a hooker, which is played by Carol Kane. Fucking amazing. She, I was like, oh my God, bitch. Like, I love her. And so they hire a hooker for Sean Penn to, to play Sean Penn's girlfriend and go to the girl's house. And of course, Nick shows up, black eye, Ugh. just <laughs> all this. And then they go on this date. Well, so then it's after yeah. the date that, well, that she's the- standing on the cliff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is before, this is before. 
I mean, I think he's seen Elizabeth McGovern, Katie, at this point, but he hasn't said anything to her. Sean no, Perry. yeah, because the thing is, is like they're supposed to go to the movies, but then oh, Nick right. Cage and his gal are like, yeah, we're not going to the movies. Yeah. We're going to go fuck. Yeah, they like leave, they drop off Carol and uh, Sean Penn and are like, all right, well, we'll see you in like three hours. <laughs> like, oh, bye. and yeah, because then Sean Penn's like, hey, want to get some ice cream? And she's like, lol, I'm a hooker, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's like, all right, nice to see you. And then he does. He goes to the movies by himself. Yeah, yeah. Wholesome boy. Wholesome boy. Um, yeah, and then the next scene, you know, like the next morning, they're, they're, he's walking his dog, and that's when he comes across Nick Cage's girl, and she's looking real morose, and oh. me and Asia were immediately concerned. Yeah. So... Um, but yeah, so then, I mean, most of the rest of the movie, like, that's that's just kind of, like, the the setup of everything to come and, like, showing the characters and what the drama is and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because then the rest of the movie... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're, you're good. I was just going to say, like, the, the, the next several parts of the movie is, like, him trying to win over... Um, oh, yeah, Sean Penn trying to win over Katie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like, it comes at a price, like, when your friend's a fuck-up. Yeah, always got to bail him out of jail. Yeah, because basically, like, Nicolas Cage's role in this movie, in contrast to Rumblefish, where mm. it's like, he's his plus one, like, next in command who's like, brother, you're fucking up. He's like the complete opposite yeah. in this role, where he's like, oh, dude, like, I messed up so bad, you gotta help me find some he money. He is Rusty James in this one. He yeah. kind of died. Yeah, you're right, he does switch, because Rusty James was the fuck up and not the level-headed one, whereas Sean Penn's like, you're always bringing me down, bro. Like, yeah, I'm always having to fix your mistakes. Because it's not Sean Penn that, like, messes up. He's just like, no. I'm about to go to war. Like, I'm in love. Like, yeah, I'm just trying I'm to lose sad. my virginity in the summer. Oh, and then and they do. then Nicolas Cage is like, dude, like, I got my my GF prego, and I need some money so I can get her, like, a really shady abortion. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's literally what the whole, I mean, but it's weird because it's, like, God, I just, I, I can't stress enough. I, I suggest everyone see this movie. It is, it is really, really, really good. No, true. And, like, and honestly, we, we talked about it a lot. And, like, I mean, obviously thus far. And then also, what the fuck is happening? Our upstairs roommates are musicians. I feel like that's in our house. Is it? Are, they're not. Okay, so our upstairs roommates are not musicians. <laughs> <laughs> what it is are our upstairs not roommates, but uh, apartment mates. Uh, this one dude will get really drunk and scream at the top of his lungs every Dropkick Murphy song. Oh my god, Dropkick Murphys, Flogging Molly. Yeah, it's like <laughs> front bottoms. We were for for uh, St. Patrick's Day. We were like playing stuff, and our roommate Tanner was like, "Oh my god, where is our neighbor?" Powerful. <laughs> He's probably so excited. Um, sorry, I digress. Um, <laughs> but I digress. But Nick, yeah, Nick in this movie, like, honestly, like, he does great. Like, not even in, like, a, oh, we love Nick in an entertaining way. Like, he actually, like, plays that character really well and does a really good job in this movie. Like, they both do. The no, acting yeah. is stellar. Like, you get really frustrated. I have a, I have literally have a note that's like, oh, my God, this movie is so realistic and I like it, but it's stressing me out. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's just cute because, like, the whole love story between Henry and Katie, Sean Penn and what's her bitch? Elizabeth, um, they, it's cute because the whole time, like, it was, it's, like, super romantic and adorable, but the whole time I was like, 
this is really similar to the notebook because there's like a scene oh there's like a lot yes. of similarities to the notebook yeah, in their love because he has like a whole subplot where it's like his mom forced him to play piano but like he wanted to do rock and roll and then yeah. like the first thing he does to woo her is play like a really nice like sonata on the piano and she's like wow I'm leaking yeah like but it's <laughs> but it's it's even more than that because the first thing he does is he plays piano for her in a abandoned house that is like half together which is like half open I was like this might as well be Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams because like it's just like that and she's standing there looking at him the same and and I like we out loud like I literally in my notes I wrote where is it they play heart and soul and I am so wet oh my god that's literally what I wrote because they do he teaches her how to play heart and soul and he's like really good at the piano and he's just so handsome and charming and then they sleep together in that little hut which is just like so cute oh so warm they are I'm sorry, but I was just looking up to see if I had made a note about the heart and soul thing, and I, my four notes around this are, Nick Cage says he's literally gonna, quote, kill Japs? Hecky? Oh, yeah, I started a tally. He says the term Japs four times throughout the movie, which isn't as much as I thought, but f- more than, like, more than... Every single time he's just talking about obliterating them. Yeah, because they're, like, going to war and he's, like, clearly ignorant and shit. But I was like, oh, bro, stop. Like, <laughs> like it, please, like, hurt every time. More. <laughs> I was like, I don't like it. And then romantic heart and soul piano mood. Sean Penn's nutsack. <laughs> what? That's my note. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, it's because because then they go swimming. <gasps> oh, my God, he jumps in. And you see his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I was like, there's just one note, Sean Penn's not said. Then the next note is, quote, seen those boobies. Oh, because then they start making out in the lane. Oh, so romantic. <laughs> he takes her to like a secret place and it's, oh, I can't. I can't even like say anything seriously because their love is too cute. Um, and she's like hella pretty, but Sean Penn's prettier. Um, <laughs> so, sorry. Sorry. Her head did look a lot bigger than the rest of her body, though. Yeah. Yeah, she had a prominent jawline. (laughs) (laughs) A prominent jawline. Oh, I realized how far away I was. I was like, I gotta enunciate. Um, Well, uh, what else about this movie? Well, that's enough about Sean Penn. I'm sorry, I got excited. Fuck that guy. But basically, they fall in love. And where the um, trouble happens is then obviously Nick Cage knocks up the bay. Oh. And so Sean Penn asks his, quote, rich girlfriend who's no, not no, no. rich. There's so much before that, is though. There? Because, because Nick Cage acts like a scumbag. He gets, like, so pissed at Sean Penn. Because oh, because like, they try and hustle. Bro, help me out. I need this money. Like, if yeah. you were my homie, you would help me out. Yeah. Like, he, like, manipulates Sean Penn into yeah. helping them. And, like... Or yeah, I guess helping them. Yeah, it's before. Yeah, because he's like, I'm not gonna. He's like, I'm not gonna ask her. But he, not that that's even suggested. But they try and hustle a bunch of sailors, like a bunch of other, like, like marine, Navy, no, just, like Navy SEALs. They try and hustle them in a game of pool, and it's like they're like got a you know the typical like wad of roll of hundreds, but really it's like one hundred and then or like fifty bucks it's and like, a bunch of singles. Yeah, it's like twenty bucks and then like <laughs> monopoly money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um so they get into they they just can't get the money and then finally Well the girl shows up, like the pregnant girl shows up crying at their place of work and the girl uh 
what's Elizabeth's name in this again? Katie. Katie. Katie's, um, she's there and she sees the whole thing and the girl like shows up crying and she's like, Nikki, you promised. Like, you promised. And he's like yelling at her. He's like, stop saying I promised. He's like, <laughs> he's, he's like, I told you I'm going to work it out. Yeah. He's like, it'll be fine. Get out of here. Why are you crying in here? Like, <laughs> um, so another prime Nick scene. But do they get drunk before or after this? There's just, like, so much that happens, but I forget, like, the timeline. It's, like, they get really drunk. They want to get tattoos. Yeah. They got to get an abortion at some point. And, and that's the whole problem for the rest of the movie, which isn't, like, long. I feel like a lot happens up until that point, and then it's, like, oh, we have to fix this abortion. And it's just, like, them being rascals. And Yeah, because I don't think we really talked too much about how, like, we've obviously we've talked about their shenanigans and mm-hmm. and the boobs and the nuts but like <laughs> the whole ar- overarching thing is like this is the last summer before they get shipped off to fucking world war Two. yeah which is heavy as heck yeah and so they're like not thinking about it but they are really right. thinking about it they're trying to they're trying to like put it in the back of their mind and have like a crazy summer and and nick even yells at Sean Penn and he's like at Henry and he's like oh I see you just want a girl to have in your wallet and you want a girl to send you flowers and pictures and letters and he's like no man it's more than that we're in love we're in love shut up right (laughs) and Nick's like I just impregnated mine I don't want to talk to her again (laughs) (laughs) thank god I'm going to war right he's like we're gonna get this abortion and that's it um 1942 but holla holla but um yeah, but it's great because in the in the scene where they get drunk, which we were like, oh yes, this is Nick what we drunk. came here for. This is what we came here for. He doesn't really have any like huge freakout moments, but when they're drinking, they're hilarious because oh, they're just so like good. saying the dumbest shit and they're talking really funny to each other and they try and get a tattoo. And of course, Nick lifts his shirt up for like a solid like minute or two, so and I was like, yes, <laughs> Nick's bare body. But, like, the tattoo they want is so ridiculous. Oh, yeah, what was it? I want a giant bald eagle across my chest. Oh, yeah. To symbolize America, my beautiful country and freedom. (laughs) The tattoo guy's like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. No. Yeah, like, in, in like, old wisdom words, he might, like, he might as well have said, like, you're a fucking idiot. It's, like, literally the, like, token wise black man in the yes. movie. Yes, yes. He he's the best advice in the whole film. And he's just like, you guys are stupid kids. <laughs> yeah, get out of my tattoo shop. Yeah. I'm closed. <laughs> I'm closed. And also, you don't have any money. <laughs> right, oh yeah, he's like, do you have money? He's like, I'm not even gonna acknowledge how dumb the idea is, but can how are you gonna pay for it? But but then the only, the only like fight really is more of Sean Penn yelling at Nick Cage being like, you ruin everything. You're always weighing me down and bringing me down. Like, he's like, you didn't even walk the girl to the door. Like, after the abortion oh, happens, yeah. he's such a dick. Yeah, like, oh, he's not actually, like, freaking out. It's like Sean Penn's freaking out at him because he's not freaking out. Yeah, because like he's, like, opposite. so nonchalantly, like, yeah, we just went and got this chick an abortion. He doesn't even go in there to hold her hand. And it is literally, like, in a trailer. Yeah, like, it's scary. Yeah. And Katie goes with them, and so she goes and then, you know, takes care of the situation. And then it's the two guys standing outside, and Sean Penn's like, dude, go hold her hand. He's like, you heard her. She didn't want me in there. But, like, of course she's going to say that. Yeah. She just barely fucking knows you. But, so, yeah, so Nick Cage just stands outside smoking cigarettes, drives everyone home, isn't even, like, consoling her. He's, like, drinking, too. He's, like, drinking while he's driving. Fucking A. Just 
Good old Nick. It's like you already killed the kid. I would like to believe that he didn't act at all in this film. No, that, I, literally, <laughs> I literally have a note in there that it's like he's like a goofy douchebag. Yeah. Total piece of shit. So basically it's the perfect role for him. Right. And that's why we were like, wow, he's really doing well in this. And we're like, what? oh, because he's not trying. No, yeah. <laughs> like give him a fucking Oscar for this movie. Right. But yeah, so then so then after the girl's dropped off and he doesn't walk her to the door, doesn't say goodbye. Nothing. It's so fucking heartless. And he's like clearly still drinking. And then um, you know, Katie's obviously upset because she's like, wow, like look at how your friend treats women. Like this is fucked up. And yeah. also I'm not rich. I tried to steal a necklace from the house I live at oh my God, to I pay for this abortion. I can't believe we never even talked about that. I know. <laughs> well, there was not a reason to, I guess. No, I mean, I mean, long story short is like when they finally ask her for the money, she realizes like Sean Penn's like, yo, honey, like I, you know, he got, he knocked this girl up. We're looking for the money. I didn't want to ask you, but like I need money. Yeah. And she in that moment is like, oh, he thinks I live in that house when I'm really the maid's daughter. Uh So then he's like, she's like, all right, I'll figure it out. So she tries to steal from her friend. Yeah. It's like this gorgeous pearl necklace. It's like clearly hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And it's it's like everyone, it's like, it was so frustrating to watch this movie because I I remember us sitting there watching it and we were both just like, oh, this is so stressful because then she's going to like try to steal the necklace because she didn't, she wasn't honest with Sean Penn and she's going to try to steal it and then the family that likes her isn't going to like her anymore. But then it was like so wholesome. I know the girl came in, she was like, um, what are you doing? Like the daughter who lives in this family who's like her age and her friend and she like starts crying. She's like, I'm sorry, like. I need money and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, well, you could have just asked. Yeah. So then she gives her money. And then we're just like, oh, conflict averted. (laughs) Right. We're like, oh, good. I'm glad tears saved the day again. Um, But so so that's how they get the money to get this abortion. So clearly when the abortion's over, Katie's like upset because she's like, I lied to Sean Penn. He has no idea. He's like using me because he thinks I'm rich. Like, that's why he likes me. So she like freaks out at him. And so then in turn, he freaks out at Nick Cage. And he's like, Why? Were you there and being a piece of shit? And he's like beating him up and he's like, you know, Nick's like, what's your problem, bro? And he's like, hey, hey, what I do? Yeah, he's like, what are you mad about? And he's like, um, we just got back from an abortion and now my woman hates me. And um, it's been a life altering night. Right. And one of my favorite lines that Nick says is he's like, oh, he says something along the lines of like, you and I are in the same boat. You've just gotten lucky. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because that's like his whole character is like, what, he's like an orphan or something. I don't even remember what his it's life is. like his is. mom died or... Yeah. He's a, poor and from like the rough side of the tracks. Right. So he's just like a little hoodlum. He's a little, he's a little hoodlum. Who's drinking and smoking cigs and he's like, I'm going to go kill Japs. Like he keeps <sighs> saying it. Stop. And just the fact that he says that, it hurt even for me to say it, but the fact that he even says that says so much about like, oh, this kid is like, I'm a badass, but he's probably going to die in the war. Yeah. He's probably just a pussy. <laughs> But yeah, and then and then uh, and then how does it end? Oh, everything's pretty okay in the end. Well, then, then except for going to war and everything. Well, because there's okay, so there's so many scenes in this where we were like, oh, this is gonna be so bad. Oh shit! Because the whole the whole title of the movie it's racing with the mood. We haven't even talked about the trains. It's the trains. <laughs> well, so the opening scene obviously is Sean Penn, or sorry Henry. I keep saying Sean Penn. Fuck Henry. Henry walking down the train track. So we start and end on the train tracks. Yes. And there is a scene in the middle of the movie after they get drunk. He's like, 
race the moon with me, like race with me. So they're standing on this fucking track and it's a very stand by me moment. Oh yeah. Train's barreling down at them and they're not fucking moving. And I'm like, oh no, Asia and I were both like, oh heck. Like we were like, heck. No. Oh. It was like so uncomfortable, but they dodge the train just in time and they start running and then they like jump on the train yeah, for like they, a joy ride. They do the train jumping stuff. Yeah. But, um, and then they're, like, laughing and having fun, and we're still like, this is about to end terribly. Yeah, no, like, someone's like, gonna fucking die. Like, like, immediately, Asia was like, this is a stand by me, and I was like, oh my god, is this about to be, like, the opening scene of fucking uh, Fried Green Tomatoes? I was like, I can't, ah. I can't handle it. But, and then, um, you know, and then they jump off, and then he's like, Nikki, Nikki, where are you? And Nikki just comes out, and he's like, he oh, just, that was so he, fun. He just pops up like, hey. Yeah. And we were like, oh, so they're okay. So, um, so... so at, Everything oh, was fine. Crisis averted. Crisis averted again. And then so and then everything else happened. That was like in the middle of the movie. So then how it ends after, you know, everyone makes up and he how does he get the girl back? How does he like apologize to her? Oh, I can't remember. I think he literally is just like he buys her some shoes. Oh yeah. <laughs> they tried on shoes together and he was like, "Why wouldn't you just buy them?" cuz at the time he thought she was rich. Yeah. And she was like, "I can't." <laughs> and so then he like spends the money to buy her the shoes and, she's and apologizes like, and she's like, I'm wet again. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'll think about you in the war. So it ends with them like at the train station ready to leave and they miss the train and they like, everyone's like, wait, the train's leaving. What are you doing? Like his parents are like, Henry, you gotta go. You gotta go. And they like look at each other and they giggle and they're like, all right. And they run after the train and they hop on the back of the train and roll credits. And it was actually like a really adorable ending. Plus, I want to say it was a freeze frame. Yeah. I think it's a freeze frame. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It probably is. It's beautiful. I'm sure someone who's listening will correct us and be like, no, it fucking wasn't. It's the 80s. Come on, give me some leeway. <laughs> right. I watched this like a week and a half ago. <laughs> but I think that's, I mean, is there anything else about the movie in particular that you wanted to mention? Oh. <laughs> One other Nick thing, which oh, is great. Yes, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. I know, I'm sorry. I got really into Sean Penn for a second. Um <laughs> But but defensively, Sean Penn was the star. So. He, he was. It's You know what? It's kind of hard. I would give ourselves credit. We're at, what, like 30 minutes runtime? No mm. edit? <laughs> Roughly. Roughly. I mean, we've talked a fair amount about Nicolas Cage. I think we did a good he's job. he's just the secondary character. Yeah. He had a smaller role in Rumblefish. Yeah. He had a way bigger role in this one, and I really enjoyed seeing him as, like, a lead, like a lead supporting role. Yeah. Um, but... One of, one of the best Nick Cage parts is they're, I think it's like their school or something. They're doing like a test run for the for the military oh, shit, yeah. and what like war is going to be like. So there's a bunch of like fake dead bodies. It's like people laying on the ground like and they have like notes pinned on them and it's like paralyzed or like leg amputate, like needs to be amputated or like mm-hmm. dead. And it's like for the... Um, the med- uh the medics team to practice like healing everybody and like so they have you know one dude who's like help like he's like announcing it and there's like war sounds that they have playing on like a vinyl and they're like make sure to save everyone and like it's one of those it's like all the girls are coming in all the nurses are like yes. what hurts like right and it's just like this whole trial and so then he and Nick Cage are like messing around and laughing and they get on a stretcher and they're like, here, take us over this way. So people are like carrying them. And while Nick's laying on this stretcher, there's <laughs> nurses like bent over helping people. And he's like doing bongos on their bottoms. Oh, man. Like... He's such a charmer. He literally refers to some girl at like 
as like his next victim at one point. Did he? Yeah. Oh Christ, Nicholas. I'll, I, if you're listening, I would love to be your next victim. By the way, annulment. Annulment. You down. Erica's out. Marta is in. I'm ready. <laughs> we could be broke together and make really terrible decisions. Um, and your son can come too. He's cute. I'll date the son. You can date the son. Oh my god, you could be my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Nick and Marta, Asia and little Little Nick. <laughs> little Nick. Little Dick Nick. Little Dick Nick and Little Dick Nick. Little Dick Nick and Little Dick Nick. And then Slick Nick Nasty and and Nicholas Cage. And just Nick. <laughs> and and Nick. Um Sorry, everyone. No, it's okay. I'm I'm having fun. I don't give a fuck what everyone listening is having. Um, they're, they're having dinner right now. They're having dinner, and they're like, man, they say fuck a lot. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, they, I mean, basically the end of that scene is just they, they get back to where the vinyl is playing the war noises, and they put on... I can't even remember what song it is. Some but, sock hop bop. Yeah, and so everyone stands up and starts dancing, and the guy who's running is like, oh, oh, get back to your places. Stop that right now. Stop this ruckus. And so then they just run away, and that's how they get out of whatever combat practice they're they're doing. But It's kind of terrible to think about if schools – I'm sure schools did that. Oh, I bet they did. That's it scary. It seemed super realistic. Well, I think overall, and I think we, we've already kind of mentioned this, but I think overall – what was stressful and also good about the movie is like a lot of the reactions in the storyline was like very realistic to what I totally if we were like in that situation at that time period I feel like yeah minus the the whole like oh you stole my pearls like that was kind of weird yeah and it's like uh, I would have just asked honestly <laughs> right I would have just been like yo yo could I borrow like 30 bucks for right. my friend's abortion or honestly I would have probably tried to steal it but I wouldn't have like just cried and been away with it like I would have gotten into trouble yeah so I was a little hoodlum, but um, I think did overall, we already, did we already rate the movie already? I was gonna ask. I was like, that's what I was gonna say. I don't, I don't think we did. Well, let's rate it again. If we if we did, we okay. can take it out. We'll start with Nick Nick's performance. Okay. I'm thinking. I can we use that? I don't know. I don't know. Is that copyrighted? I mean, it technically, you did it like a little different pitch, so I think we're Oh, okay. Um, honestly, I I really, really, really enjoyed his performance in this movie. No, I did too. I'm, so it's I'm hard. like, I'm ready to give it a high rating. I know, I'm ready to give a high rating too, but I'm like, oh, should I like, do I need to jump the gun? This is the third movie. Like, Oh, that's true. Am I, but I guess, but that doesn't matter. On the whole of, sorry. I mean, he's, though. here's the thing. His performances are notoriously bad. Right. Let's say... I'll do this one high. That this one is probably one of the better ones. I think so. I was going to say, this like... This is Birdie. Oh, fuck. I Birdie's can't. next. I'm so oh, no, excited not. for Birdie. Me too. It's, it's two away. Oh, There's so Cotton Club next week and then <gasps> Birdie. I'm excited. I'm going to rewatch Birdie. Birdie was good. I don't know if I can rewatch all of it. But, um... No, for this one, I would... <sighs> do you have a number? Let's say it at the same time. Okay. Okay, I'm going to count down. Okay. Three, two... One. 8.3. 8. Oh! oh, yes! Oh, shit. I gave it the little extra. Oh. But yeah, I would say 8.2, 8.3. I think, I think he did a stellar job. Yeah, that was good. And and that's saying something because his shirt was on majority of the movie. True. Very true. Yeah. And he's still like in his attractive phase. Yeah. He just he just played this character so well. Yeah. It's just him in a wife beater. 
He does those that's, the best. That's all he needs. That's all he needs. Harry Chess and a wife beater. Oh, I'm so excited. I know. Um, so then the movie overall. Movie overall, pretty good too, honestly. Yeah. I would say maybe more in the seven range for me. Okay. I'm I think I I think I'm gonna go with a flat eight. Flat eight? I really, really liked this one. Okay. Yeah. This one, it's just this one sang to me because I'm really into like old beepoppy shit and they like the music was great. The, like the feel, the vibe, like how cute and adorable they were. So that this is like right up my alley. So it was like just a really wholesome movie. Yeah, it was. It wasn't for being a like a period piece set in like probably one of the worst times in history. Yeah. It was very wholesome and good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think we didn't expect that because that's why we kept thinking like something terrible was going to yeah, happen. Yeah. I, I don't trust cinema. I know. I was like, they're going to make me love something and then it's going to fall apart and I'm going to die. It's because we're watching Game of Thrones too much. It's true. It's true. Well, I think that's it. I think we're good. I think we did it. I think we did it. Another successful, semi-successful podcast episode. We did well. A we did I? We did I. Runtime's all right. Runtime's all right. There will be some though. I dig it now. Um, I never, I never know how to end it. I'm like a bad horror movie. I'm like the first and second act are great. And then at the end, everyone just like gets fucking obliterated. And then everyone's like, there's so many loopholes. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, where did that guy's mom go? <laughs> That's the question. That's what we should name our podcast. Dude, where's your mom? Dude, where's your mom? <laughs> She's dead, you piece of shit. She's dead. <laughs> Oh, Valley Girl. Um, <laughs> that's, that's one of the pickup lines. Um, so yeah, so thanks for uh, listening. I'm sorry you had to. Um, <laughs> and we'll see you next week, same time. Oh my God, love you. Like, subscribe, and follow. Follow. Retweet. Share on Reddit. We don't have a Twitter. <laughs> Email us. Email us at goneinnixtyseconds at gmail.com. And then our Instagram is gone in 60 seconds. And if you're not following that, you're fucking up. Yeah. Because, like, I posted a picture of Dumbo <laughs> with Nick Cage's face on it. Because I saw Dumbo this week and I cried the whole time. So, okay, bye. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> One more. Bye. <laughs> oh, no. That might be cool.com. You never know.